0: Hello there, Black Healing Matters family. This is Danielle here at the Black Healing Matters podcast, where we offer you ideas to hopefully move you one step closer to your healing. And today is no different because it's Friday. (laughs) Happy Friday to you, Black Healing Matters family. You made it to the first Friday of 2018. And you know, I mean, every Friday is a wonderful Friday. <laughs> but especially when it's a finance Friday. <laughs> and so whether you're getting paid this Friday or not, right here on Black Healing Matters, it is Finance Friday. And you know what that means? It means we dive deep into financial issues or concepts tips and ideas that will hopefully move you forward towards healing in your finances specifically and you know this is black healing matters and so everything we talk about is oriented towards the black community and so this 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 friday i really want to discuss this this idea with you and dig a little deeper into why I believe this concept exists and then do a little bit of healing and restorative work with a beautiful affirmation that I think uh, can really help to set the tone for the changes that need to be made, I believe, in our community. And so, okay, what is this idea? What am I talking about here? Well, uh, I am a. I'm a, actually I'm a very big fan of Dr. Claude Anderson. Are you familiar with Dr. Claude Anderson? Leave me a comment. Let me know. You know who this guy is. Basically, he's a he's a really prolific thought leader in the black community, and he his his focus is really about economics. In in fact, he wrote the book called. Poweronomics, so you may be familiar with that. Um, as an entrepreneur himself and a long-time advocate of black empowerment, especially economic empowerment, I thought it only fitting to invite his words and his ideas into our Finance Friday discussion here today. And so one of the things he mentioned uh, in one of his his talks, and he he constantly uh, talks about this concept that is really, for some reason, it's lacking. You know, it, it doesn't really resonate well, unfortunately, with the black community. And the idea is this, capitalism is a team sport. Yes, capitalism is a team sport. And what does he mean by that? Well, uh, to play capitalism, to to exist and and not just to not just live, but to actually win in the game of capitalism, we have to play together. The U.S., America is a uh, is a country of communalism and if you were on the 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 the, uh, black healing matters uh, Kwanzaa principles and practice show uh, you would know that communalism is when a group of people put their own identity their own unity ahead of their allegiance to the greater society And that's basically what every group of people in America does. And this is why you have so many of these little enclaves of people that are divided by race. You have Chinatown. You have the, you know, the uh, little Russian (laughs) town. You have the Italian neighborhoods. You have the Polish neighborhoods. You have the Mexican neighborhoods. And each little neighborhood has their own allegiance to their group first before society as a whole. And so, as well, that means that they can play capitalism together as a team. And they do. And this is why they are able to grow so fast and proliferate. But we, unfortunately don't seem to get that and even though we do live in the same communities many of us live together with other black people especially in urban neighborhoods unfortunately we don't see so much of the economic activity in our communities conducted by our own people as you would see in any other group of people's neighborhoods For example, who owns the gas station in your neighborhood? If you live in a black neighborhood, is it owned by a black person? Who owns the grocery stores in your neighborhood? If you live in a black neighborhood, are they owned by black people? Or who owns the restaurants in your neighborhood. If you live in a black neighborhood, are they owned by black people? And so if your answer to that is no, those questions is no, well then that means that there are other groups of people in our neighborhoods controlling the vital resources. And that also alludes to this idea back again that capitalism must be played as a team sport. And so, on today's episode, we're going to dive deep into three reasons, or three, yeah, three reasons why I believe we don't play capitalism as a team. And therefore, we'll talk about some solutions as to how we can, therefore, play together as a team. Be right back in an instant with those three ideas. All right fam, we are back with these three reasons, I believe, that we don't play capitalism as a team sport. So, the first reason I'm gonna give is one that you've probably heard me mention before, but I think that this is so relevant to this topic of playing capitalism as a team and why we decide that we just don't play as a team is that we have no connection to our greatness. And what do I mean by that? I mean that we are not educated about our rich history. And therefore, if we have no connection to our history, if we don't understand that we really are truly descendants of greatness, and by greatness, I'm talking about the most advanced um, or the, the, the primary advancements in human civilization. If we don't understand that that was us, we, you know, because we just don't get credit for this in the media, in the education system, we don't get this kind of credit, but if we don't see each other as descendants of that very same greatness then why would we want to be on each other's team you know it's like when you when you're playing a game or a sport basketball let's say you don't want to choose the weakest link and unfortunately that's how we are portrayed especially in media as the weakest links the ones with no history the ones that, you know, don't really care too much for themselves, ourselves, or our people. And so, if we don't understand that we really do come from greatness, then there's really no hope. I don't believe that we'll ever learn to trust each other and want to play as a team. Because, again, trust is a fundamental part of teamwork, especially trusting with our money (laughs) so that's why i do every tuesday is know that history tuesday to hopefully instill that sense of pride and greatness back into our people so number one as i mentioned is that we have no connection to our greatness how can you get that connection to your greatness again, start learning about our history. And I'm not just talking about African American history. I'm talking about the history of our people before slavery, before chattel slavery. Before the 1560s, before that time when the slave trade began from Africa, what were we like before? If you have no clue, you don't know where to start, you have no idea, then I suggest that you go back, please go back and listen to our archived podcasts for Know Thy History Tuesdays. That's a good place to start. Number two. The second reason I believe we don't play capitalism as a team sport is that we, as black people, are only really instructed on how to spend money, not on how to use it. And so when I, what I mean by this is that in movies, in media especially, very rarely Very rarely will you ever see a black person making money moves. And when I say making money moves, I'm talking about using money as a tool to gain wealth. Doing things like investing, doing things like buying real estate, buying and accumulating assets. Almost never. Even. In movies where the families are, you know, pretty wealthy, people are pretty wealthy, or they're doing well. They always are, almost always, they're working jobs. Uh, they're paying rent, not mortgages, <laughs> you know. And and these little things, these are they're subtle, but they tell us that we're supposed to be in a position of buyers, not creators. That we're supposed to be seeking jobs not creating jobs. That role of job creation, of of really being an economic creator, is almost always portrayed by somebody who is not black. (laughs) So if we don't see ourselves in those roles, the roles of being economic creators, not just economic capital, We were the capital as slaves, okay? We actually were the physical commoditized capital. And now we spend our capital that we've exchanged our hours for. And that's been our role in America for such a long time that that's that's all most of us really understand. Many of us really have no connection or understanding that money is a tool to be used to make more money not just to survive it's much greater than that and it creates it recreates after its kind just like seeds and so what can we do about this well of course educating ourselves is is key educate yourself about how money works simply put the first thing in order to really be able to to exercise and and flex your capital muscles is to make, have some savings. You've got, we've got to learn how to save Yeah, we've been programmed to be spenders and I'm talking about to spend until the end spend until our last dollar, which is absolutely profoundly backwards. Because the only way that you can ever become a real economic, viable economic um, player is to have capital. And you can't have capital if you eat it all, right? You can't have seeds if you can't have plants if you eat all the seeds, right? And so this is huge, okay? Um educating yourselves on how to use capital how to save capital and how to put it to use so that it becomes your slave working for you number three the last reason I believe we do not play capitalism as a team sport and this is probably the most important one and I believe this last one is that we don't realize that we need each other <sighs> yeah we don't realize that we need each other you see i i think i'm not sure exactly where this comes from if you have some insight on this again, please leave me some comments leave me a call in send me an email as to why you think this is but i I get this very strong sense from the music, from you know it's all about me, me, me I'm so great, look at me we have a very high self esteem but a very low racial esteem meaning we think very highly of ourselves individually but not so highly of our race and so this kind of goes back to the knowing our history part but Having that that dichotomy of high self-esteem, low racial esteem means that we will see each other as expendable, like we don't need each other. But the truth is, again, capitalism is a team sport. (laughs) And if we're not playing as a team, we cannot win. Because what will happen is that we have to find a team. So if you're not going to look to your own people as your own team, then you have to do what it takes to go out there and find somebody else, some other group of people to be your teammates. And think about it. That doesn't come cheap. That's not free. And in the process, again, since capitalism is a team sport, you're going to make them rich too. If you're gonna get rich, they're gonna get rich right along with you. If one, again, one person on the team can't win the, the championship, right? If we're playing basketball here, one person can't win the championship by themselves. If one person, even if that person is the best person on the team, even if they are the ones who score all the points, the entire team still wins. And so when we go out of our communities, to seek a team to play capitalism with, understand we're gonna make them rich too. And that's why they wanna play with us. That's the only reason they really wanna play with us. So keeping this this concept in mind that we really do need each other. If you don't have some exceptional talent to make another group of people want to adopt you on their team to help them get rich, then what do you really have? And I believe this is also another reason why we lose so many of our talented people. Why they go out of our communities and never come back. Because they've been adopted to another team. So part of that is that, yeah, they decided to go with the money, understandable. But the other side of that is that we also have to create a team that's capable of helping them win too. This is two-sided. All right. So, I hope that makes sense, Black Healing Matters family. And as we close this, this episode today, get ready for the weekend ahead. I just, um, I want to end this on a positive note. And I want us to understand that there is hope for us. That understanding and, and bringing these issues to the forefront of our consciousness is really an important primary step to our healing. And so in closing today, I'd like to take this affirmation And when we take our affirmations, I I like to cover my heart with my hand and just really connect to my heart center, connect to my heartbeat, the heart that pumps the blood of our ancestors, strong, resilient, beautiful, powerful heartbeat. As we take this affirmation, I practice cooperative economics to the benefit of myself and my community. You can repeat after me again. I practice cooperative economics to the benefit of myself and my community. Yeah, that's good. I like it. Feels good. And so, Black Healing Matters family, hope that you are having a wonderful Friday. Stay blessed. And as always, black healing matters peace and power Um, black healing matters man I appreciate the show Uh, look forward to having um, some good dialogue in this coming year Um, man just keep putting out positive information is there healing to to our people to hey Danielle thank you so much for the call in and I'm sorry for the late reply I think I just wasn't ready to start a podcast yet like I listened to so many and I just felt really intimidated I felt like I didn't know what I wanted to talk about I must have recorded my intro like 150 times, but thank you for the support. I definitely feel it.